0: While no one was looking, it seems, Sidney Crosby once again has become one of the best players in the world. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovachevich of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates that I hope you'll check out. Penguins 3, Predators 2 yesterday. At PPG Paints Arena, Sid had a goal in the first period, set up another with a good rush in the second, then won it in overtime. And as if all that's not enough, he was pretty much a dominant front-to-finish force in this game. I thought, watching from above, couldn't take my eyes off him. Felt like, well, Sid, you know? Every once in a while, I think it's okay to just step back from how accustomed all of us are to expecting excellence from Sid to just, you know, occasionally appreciating it. Seriously, let's remember that this man in his mid-30s, no longer Sid the Kid, was coming off wrist surgery. So not only did he miss the first 13 games, but he also had to struggle to get back into the swing of things. Some of you will recall that early in the season up in Montreal, he confessed to me that it was one of the most difficult physical challenges of his career. Between that and the bout with COVID and, you know, being as old as he is. And all he's done since then, cumulatively, no excuses, no asterisks, is put up 75 points in 61 games, 28 goals, and 47 assists. And what do you know? Just at that point in the year where you would think maybe he's going to be tapering off a little bit, maybe that age will start showing, he's got 13 goals in his last 20 games. I'm going to repeat that 13 goals in his last 20 games. And even in that setting, the serial winner focuses entirely on winning. With some athletes, you say stuff like that, and it just gets an eye roll. You know, it's a cliche. Of course, they're about winning. They're all about winning. They all say that they're about winning. But when you're talking about Sidney Patrick Crosby, I mean, the resume is kind of long and illustrious. You don't have to wonder what his motivation is at any stage of his career for any reason. So even amid all these points and all the other good and happy stuff that happened in yesterday's game, not least of which was just a general surge from the team in the third period that I really like to see, it was pretty obvious that it was the captain leading the way. I asked the captain afterward what this team needs to be doing more of in order to perform as it did in the third period on a consistent basis. Well, I think the main things for us is just competing and not beating ourselves. I think that uh you know, competing and, and making sure that uh you know, we play teams, you know, they expect a team that's gonna be in their face and uh, they're not going to get uh, easy ones that we give them, and sometimes, you know, it's uh, it's easier said than done. But you know, we really have to make sure, especially this time of year, that we're limiting our mistakes and you know not giving teams easy ones. So, um, you know, a big part of that is just uh, playing in their face and, and not giving up uh, room out there. But the other side of it is just mental too. So I think uh, you know just that that compete level and uh, just making sure that we don't beat ourselves. Those would probably be the biggest things. And, Did a pretty good job of that. You're going to make mistakes, but uh, for the most part, we were pretty good. He used in your face twice, by the way. I just want that on the record. That is so very much everything to this hockey team. And the fact that it's coming from this player showing up every day the way he is, wow, that had better be resonating in there. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across Western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how $1 can be turned into five full meals. For those in need, visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. What do you say, you know? What do you say about Sidney Crosby when you're in the middle of watching his career? You know, sometimes it almost feels like when a truly great, and I'm talking generational talent, passes through, and we've been blessed in Pittsburgh to have them in multiple sports, we wait until they're done. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of that sense earlier this year with Ben Roethlisberger's retirement. So much focus uh, about Ben that had been on the season that he just had with the Steelers and whatever his shortcomings were as a 38-year-old quarterback that had no offensive line. But then Ben has that one, you know, huge day at Heinz Field. And the fans love him and uh, everybody's now putting together highlight clips of great scrambles and uh deep bombs and Everything else that he'd done through his whole career, appreciating him so much more, even than they were just, you know, a handful of months ago. And I don't know, maybe it's because of having had the opportunity to witness the entirety of Mario Lemieux's career and all of the various ups and downs and challenges that came within it. I feel like I, just speaking for myself here, have learned to back off, back off, and just see the bigger picture and remember it. And I'm going to share a personal one with you here. Yesterday, as the three stars were being announced after all the jumping up and down and everything else from the overtime goal and uh, as many players on the Penguins seem just as excited for Ricard Raquel and they should have. It was a brilliant pass that he made over to Sid. And as Sid's leaving the ice, he's got a puck in his hand, and he comes back out for the three stars. And i got to tell you, I have my bag, and my computer, and everything over my shoulder. I'm done in the press box. I'm heading downstairs to where the press room is to do the interviews and everything else here. So my work up there is over. And I am almost always either halfway to the elevator or really close to the elevator by the time they do three stars. I can kind of hear them in the background. I I wanted to hang around for this one. I wanted to hang around. So I stayed there at the bottom of the steps up there and watched Sid come out and take his characteristically business-like twirl. And those of you who've been there for it, know exactly what I'm talking about. There's never anything extra. There's never anything like what Raquel did, where he uh, reached up with both gloves and applauded the fans back. It's, it's just Sid. Sid is just the consummate pro. He goes out there, he takes his twirl. and I'm still watching. I'm still watching. And as he's about to head the whole way down the tunnel. He stops, looks up, he still has that puck in his hand, and he sees uh, a child not right there in front of him, but in the row behind. And he wants to make sure that that child gets the puck, and he also wants to make sure he doesn't, you know, doink the kid on the head by flipping it up there. So he very carefully hands the puck to someone, but with a very specific instruction to give it to that child. I am sharing this with you for no reason. I have no message to offer to you. I am not telling you anything that you, as a fan of this franchise, don't already know and in all likelihood haven't already experienced and witnessed for yourself. Just, you know, just enjoy him, Pittsburgh. Enjoy him in the moment. In the moment. While he's still right there in front of you doing all these great things on him. So when we come back... J1Q comes from Dress, who asks, is it too early to discuss extending Ricard Raquel, I am not laughing at you, my man, I'm laughing with you. Uh, Every time someone's going to have a big game like that, not only are we going to talk about their future with the team, especially since for anybody who doesn't know, Raquel is going to be an unrestricted free agent otherwise. But we're also going to talk about whether or not he'll be playing alongside Sidney Crosby. The funniest thing, I don't know that I've ever seen this in my hockey life, but one forward having three assists and directly figuring into the three points of another forward when neither of them shared the ice as a regular five-on-five line, or even on the power play. It just happened to work out that whenever Sid and Raquel uh, overlapped shifts, I I guess you could say, including in overtime, that it worked out that they connected. And yes, of course, this is the kind of thing that is going to get everyone all the way up to the head coach wondering whether or not it should happen on a consistent basis mike sullivan actually seemed to acknowledge afterward that it could well it's certainly an option you know that's that's for sure and and uh, you know obviously they connected on a couple of important goals tonight i thought Brack made two great plays to sit when Sid finished on them um uh, just great vision great awareness knowing where he is and, and getting at the puck um you know i i do think that that potentially could be an option for us moving forward. It's a discussion that we've already had and on what our top six is going to look like and, and who's going to play with whom. But but you know one of the reasons uh, Hexley went out and got racked for us was we felt like he was a guy that could play with either Sid or Gino. Now, I'm not expecting that. I think it would take an awful lot to break up Sid, Jake Gensel, and Brian Rust. But there is the not-so-small matter of making sure that you also have a second line and presuming that Evgeny Malkin isn't suspended for his really ugly high-stick infraction at the end of the second period, and I happen to be of the opinion that he should be suspended for it, then you're still going to need to find a way to create that balance. Uh, Raquel's been good all along, but there hasn't necessarily been that you know, that gel that you want to see between him and Gino. My own opinion, this is not something from inside the team as to why that is, is that Raquel carries the puck. And Gino, when he doesn't have the puck on his stick, tends to disengage a little bit. Whereas Sid loves it, Sid lives for extended possessions in the offensive zone. So I think there might be something there. Plus, you know, Malkin and Rust have a pretty nice connection slash relationship of their own. It's worth at least contemplating, and it's good to hear that the coach is. As for Raquel, he's just been good. He is, I had this thought a lot during the game yesterday. He's that rare passing winger. Generally speaking, when you think of wingers really at any level of hockey, you're thinking of guys that are snipers, that are finishers, put themselves into uh, open ice or soft spaces and finish. Well, Raquel's good at that too, but that should not take away from the fact that he might be even better as a distributor. If you're looking for a comparable, at least in that regard, in the NHL, I'd look at Blake Wheeler in Winnipeg. A guy, yeah, he can score, he can fly, he's big and all that other stuff. But principally when you get right down to it, he's a pass first guy. He's a guy who, after a couple of months, you could look at his totals and see like four goals and 25 assists and not at all be surprised. Raquel's got some finish to his game, so you wouldn't expect that. But if it happened, again, you wouldn't be surprised. That's a pretty neat. Commodity. Know what else he does well that I don't hear many people discussing? He goes to the net. Now, he doesn't do it in the Patrick Hornquist kind of way. Nobody does. He's not going in there for the express purpose of getting killed. That was Hornquist's (laughs) game. He wants to show the goalie the seven and the two, and doesn't matter what else happens. Or wait, I think it's a seven and a zero in Florida now. Whatever, you get the idea. He wants to just go there to cause mayhem. Raquel goes there and kind of works his way in and out. He doesn't necessarily bully his way there, but he is there, and he's already been the key screen on several goals in the short time that he's been here. That's – now that's something else. That's a playoff player. You know, that's somebody who's going to get you big goals in the biggest games. So, yeah, I really think, to go back to your question here – that there's going to be a groundswell internally to make sure that you keep this guy. By the way, you know what else might add to that? Do not laugh at this. I'm warning you in advance. Zach Aston Reese and Dominic Simone are both playing on Anaheim's top line. And yes, I understand that that's a bigger reflection on the state of the Ducks at the moment than it is on anything else. But they've also been good. They're flanking Adam Henrique. and nobody makes a trade nobody likes to make a trade where they get you know the wrong end of it and then the guy that you got just kind of walks away after two months it shouldn't be a factor but it is humans involved in these exchanges i appreciate the question i appreciate everyone listening to daily shot i wish we to do another one tomorrow